Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Yes, 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 yes. You heard it from that lady, Libby. This is the Tony Steak Podcast. This is episode 69, and this is our sports podcast. I am Sean. Andy is smirking. Am I? Say hi, Andy. We've got Tony Katz. What's going on? And we've got the wild card, Wrecking Ball Joe. <laughs> He's going to eat that mic. And hold on. Let me just say this right off the bat. So we're we're... If you listen to our internet entertainment podcast, you're, you're going to be understanding. We don't have internet. We are not set up like we normally are right now. Joe is holding his microphone in his hand. I guarantee that's going to be very irritating to our listeners throughout the pod, uh, just static and things he's going to be doing that he's not aware of like right now. Uh, but I also, mark my words, he's on a short cord right now. He is going to turn and face us with that mic in his hand, and he's going to yank that off the computer. Off the computer. Off. Oh. So just, we'll see. Watch it happen. It'll be a delay uh, in the show. But, but yeah. This I, is not live, so who cares? Yeah, it's, it's recorded show. live. This is, like I said, the sports podcast. We just did that entertainment podcast, so go check it out after this if you haven't already. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and tell your friends. But, boys, should we get right on into it? Yes, do we it. should. And I think Andy wanted to start off with a little MLB news Ooh, because, honestly, relevant. we're at that time of the year where the World Cup's over, which we were blessed to have for about a month this year. Absolutely blessed. <laughs> Absolutely blessed. Thanks, soccer gods. And uh, basketball's done for now. <laughs> Is it ever, though? Is it ever. Football's creeping around the corner, so that's exciting. But uh, we'll probably have, a, I'm sure, in the next few weeks, definitely before September, we'll have a little football preview show, a I'm more sure. in-depth talk about Maybe even do teams. a fantasy show. Uh, I know our buddy Carter was part of it, but uh, rest in peace. Not really dead, but maybe dead to the podcast. And uh, we'll see. We will oh, see. wow, Andy. But right now, the biggest news going on is uh, uh, baseball. And so there was a, there's been one huge trade so far. And I'll let you talk about it, Andy, because it has to do with your team. Some of the Manuel Machado. Manuel Machado. I don't and, know if that's uh, in English, real first that name, is but... Manny Machado. And yes, he is an LA Dodger from the really good uh, 70 lost Baltimore Orioles already. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to L.A., and honestly, I know you're a big, biased L.A. fan, so you'll probably agree with me. I think Dodgers are going back to the World Series this year, kid. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a rough road. It was a rough road last year, though, and they were able to pull it off. I, just, I, I personally don't think the NL is as strong this year as last year. I mean, that's it's why you're not, seeing— The Cubs are still good. The Cubs are still good, but I don't think they've been—Chris uh, Bryant, I don't think, is having that great of a season. And it's just like— He's hurt again, too. They're pitching like Kendrick— Hendrick hasn't been like that great. Lester's, they'll have a good start or two. Although they did acquire then, a starting pitcher today. So. Who? Cole Hamels. Did they? Yes. I actually did not know that. So. But Cole Hamels reminds me a lot about John Lester, though. But, I mean, I think Cole Hamels needed out of Texas. Texas yeah, is just a hitter's ballpark. It's, he's on a team out. that sh- shit loses the game when they get when they score, like, seven runs. So, I mean, he needed out of there. Cubs will probably be good for him. A veteran team, too. So, uh That'll, that'll probably help yeah. him out. So that's like the story we're getting at. It's a lot of, a lot of trade trade season. Um, so, yeah, Machado was the big one. Um, I'm not sure how much I love the trade because I think the Dodgers had such a deep offense anyways. But yeah. have another middle-of-the-order guy, especially oh, yeah. with well, uh, regardless, Machado's, Turner got hurt again. Machado's one of ten players in the baseball that no matter who you are, you love having on your team. He automatically yeah. makes your team better. I, just, I don't know if there's a spot for him next year. So that's kind of a decision left to make. But... Hey, win the World Series? I don't give a shit. That's that's how I feel right now. Wow. With the team. 
He hit his first home run today. But uh, some other big trades. Uh, Nathan Eovaldi went to the Red Sox. He's a pretty good pitcher. That'll help fill out the back end of that staff there. Um, so the rich get rich get richer again. Um, the Yankees countered. They uh, acquired Zach Britton, who used to be a great closer. He's now just okay. But that really helps with their bullpen depth. Um, or was it the Yankees? Am I get the wrong? What? Zach Britton went to the Yankees? Yeah, Zach Britton went to the Yankees. Evoldi went to the Mets. Who went to the, I mean, the, the Indians? Mets, the, you know, fuck, the... Red Sox. Red Sox. Who went to the Indians? Yeah, then the Indians <laughs> trade for someone. I, I know they, they did. did. They I think did. they did get a bullpen and, guy. And now I, for, I forgot who that was. I'll figure that out right now. Jesus, wow. Um, the Rockies got a closer. Uh, I don't know how to say yeah, the name. Yeah, it's like C. Wong O. Last name O-H. Um, I believe Oakland traded for someone. Let me get my, my list here. I get that fancy yeah. Yeah. My phone pen and there. paper. Old man Andy. Yeah, they don't because they, they just keep coming in. Uh, oh, the Yankees traded for uh, Jay Happ, uh, the, the wonderful, wonderful all-star. So that's going to oh. be huge. A Indians got Brad Hand. That's who it is, B-Hand. <laughs> oh, wow, Brad <laughs> Hand. Their closer for the San Diego Padres, who honestly is a very good relief yeah, pitcher. He's, he's had a good stretch. He's an all-star as well. Get enough of that candy there, Joe. And then the, the Brewers added to their great bullpen with uh, Joaquim Noah. Soria. <laughs> I can't play basketball anymore. 6'10", uglier than shit. <laughs> hair is flowing. This fucking weird-ass mouth and teeth. <laughs> I'd agree more Tony in the hair, but I guess, yeah, his ugly teeth. He's a weird guy, but he's, he's not a... For radio. I think he's washed, too. He's not even playing. Yeah, I don't know where he's like on the Knicks last or something like yeah. that, and then I think uh, he, the Knicks signed him to a big deal, and he just has been hurt. It's more like the worst contract in baseball, maybe history or basketball. <laughs> in baseball, I'm, so I'm in baseball, baseball now. Um, another trade: uh, the the Braves got Johnny Venters, who he used to be on the Braves like 14 years ago. He uh, just made a big comeback. Um, I think he was out for like four years. It was a good story, so it's nice to see him back with his original team. The Angels traded uh, Martin Maldonado. It's very sad, I'm sure. Mike oh, they Sosa, did? I didn't you know. even know that. Sure. So I actually noticed today, I was looking at a little bit of the game, that uh, they uh, they uh, had a, a new guy on the team, a new catcher I'd never heard of, like Arcia or something. He had a home run today. Yeah. So I, I, last I had seen, I mean, I know the Angels won 12-8 today, but last I saw he was uh, one for three with a walk and a single and a, a three-run home run, so... Maybe these young cats, maybe there's a reason. Where did Maldonado go? He's going to Houston. He's a okay. He's a good veteran. Be good no, he is. He's a solid backup. He's a really, honestly, he's a he's really good defender. Year, so. He uh, he's got one of the faster releases from home to second. So uh, he's a, that's a good fit. I mean, Houston. I mean, all they have there what is Gaddis? I guess no. Is he even a catcher anymore? Who's even their catcher? McCann. McCann. That's right. But McCann's older. I think he needs like yeah. the rest. Another big baseball news: uh, Andre Ethier announced his retirement. Oh. So Ooh. I actually saw the story. They're going to honor him. That's really nice. The Dodgers. He he never actually played a game at all for any other team. That's cool. Los so, Doyers. So, yeah, you don't really see that. No one no one had any interest in him this season. He's only like 32 or something. But enjoy that retirement. Congratulations, yeah. buddy. Um, but I want to talk about what's going on outside of the trades in baseball. 
Uh, just kind of the, the, the playoff picture, who's doing well. We talked about Tony thinks the Dodgers are the favorite of the NL, and I said that the Cubs are still there. Um, no one really else in the NL has been all that great. Diamond, Diamondbacks are in the hunt. NL West, um, NL East, I think the teams are too young. Braves and the Phillies are the uh, top teams. Yeah, I mean, they're not – none of those so. teams – I mean – It'll be interesting because one of those teams is going to win the division. I think the Nationals. I mean, the Nationals could get hot because they have solid starting pitching with Scherzer and a Strasburg's. Strasburg's got put on the think, DL. Okay, yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. Strasburg just can't stay healthy. Gio Gonzalez has his moments though. I think they should sell the, the Nationals. We're talking about the trade deadline, get rid of Gonzalez and Harper, who they probably won't even resign. Really? Build that team around Trey Turner and Rendon and. Yeah, they uh, it's it's crazy that that team has such. You look on paper, it's a great offense, and uh, I mean Ryan Zimmerman just came back. He came back today. I don't, I mean, I'm not sure if he came back earlier, but he was in the lineup today. It was the first time I noticed him in the lineup. But uh, I I just think that those Phillies and Mets team, I mean Phillies and Braves teams are for real. They have solid starting pitching, both of them. I mean each of them have a couple like the Phillies have Aaron Nola, who's one of the better young pitchers in baseball that well, the casual fan probably has never even heard of. They have good lineups. Reese Hoskins hit another home run today. Yeah. Ever since he's, he's come hot. off the D, I mean the DL, the, since the home run derby, he's hit like six home runs. And then you've got uh, the Braves have good young talent. They got Freddie Freeman from a uh, locally. Is he around young here. anymore? Is he really young? I'm, not, I'm just saying they have Freddie Freeman, but they is got he free? Acuna and Matata. Those are some good young hitters. Uh, I don't know how old Fultonowitz or whatever the hell his name is, the pitcher is, yeah, but he's, he's up there in ERA leaders. He's been around for a little while, but he's but still he's this is definitely his best year so yeah. far. So we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting because, like, the biggest thing, and I always say this with baseball, is the trade deadline matters so much in baseball. It's when teams go out and they get that extra piece. Last year, the Houston Astros won the World Series. Why? Because they went out and got Jason, I mean, J Justin Verlander to add to that already good team, and he was the ice on the cake because he pitched phenomenal. When he came over, when he got over to Houston, and that he's 0 and 2 in the correct. World Series, though. Yeah, but he's got a ring, something that the team that they beat didn't get. But regardless, though, he still helped. And then, uh, so I mean, it'll be interesting to see if like it, it's I always like because it's like those teams like Atlanta, who we probably didn't expect to be doing this well at this point of the season. Instead of sellers, they become buyers at the trade deadline. So well, I think like, what we've seen so far is the bullpen arms are what's what's going. Yeah, yeah, um, a lot of teams are juicing up on bullpen. The Rockies knew that's where they needed to improve because Rockies already have great hitting. They don't need hitters. And, yeah, I mean, it's they, unfortunate. I think they have some more depth, especially in the outfield. Yeah, but if, if I'm the Rockies, hitting is my last concern. I, you need bullpen was their number one. Their bullpen was, like, one of the worst. At one point, it was the worst in baseball. And you need a starting pitcher. But the only problem is, is the Rockies are interesting because if you look, like, I mean, obviously, everybody, it's no secret. I like to bet on sports a lot. And the one thing with like that you can look at is, how pitchers are with their home ERA and visiting ERA, and the and the Rockies are the one where you really need to look at that because everyone knows Coors Field. There's more runs, and the Rockies do have a couple pitchers that have like six ERAs at home, and then on the road have like ERAs sub three. So yeah. it's interesting that like Rockies actually have some decent pitchers like John Gray, Kyle Freeland. They have a couple solid names. It's just that they pitch in Colorado, so it's like their ERAs are always a little higher than. Normal. Yeah, I think both those guys were like top ten picks. Yeah, I mean those those are great pitchers, especially when they're on the road. That's why it's so interesting. Like Colorado's just such a difficult team to like bet on and stuff because you see them score all these runs and have their pitchers have like six ERAs, but then they go on the road and you find out, oh shit, those guys actually aren't that bad. It's just that they pitch in Colorado. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I always enjoy the trade deadline in baseball the most of all sports, just because so much action happens and the guys that people get are so crucial to the team, and it always ends up being. 
like pretty big stuff. Think we're gonna so. see any other big names? Like, uh, I don't know. I, don't even, I mean, I think the biggest name, the biggest hitter by far, I think, is Mina Machado. But I know they've talked about Brian Dozier yeah. leaving. They've talked about uh, Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu. I didn't actually know that, but yeah. that's a big one. I saw just, I mean, uh, DeGrom and uh, Syndergaard as possible people. So, I mean, there's always going to be something surprising when, whenever the deadline hits. And then there's always guys like uh, Upton last year didn't get traded until after the deadline, I don't think. What the, are the uh, chances Mike Trout gets traded? Zero. He's still signed for multiple years. Oh uh, yeah. And he's yeah. He's the biggest star in baseball. He puts himself out there all the time. And that's what Dude, he tore it up this past games against his White Sox. Uh, is that just a, you know? You think Mike Trout being good is a fluke? Is that what you're asking? No, I'm saying was it kind of like the White Sox were just so shitty that? Well, they are. They are. So that's how the Angels scored a bunch of runs on them then, right? They threw James Shields out there. That's the guy who you throw out when you want to give up a bunch of runs. Nice. Not not good at this point in his career. One no. point, pretty good. Went to the World Series with the Royals. So Hotani's kind of working back into the lineup. He had a homer, right? He did have a home run yesterday, I think, or two days ago or something. I think he did. He has he pitched yet? I think he's, he's got. He's not going to pitch. He's not going to pitch at all. I don't not so. this year. Yeah. He was doing some throwing drills, and I think it was big for the Angels and their fans that his injury wasn't as serious as they thought it was going to be. I don't think he's going to need Tommy John anymore, but he's definitely not going to be pitching this year, especially with a team that's not even in contention. Even if they were in contention, he's got too much of a bright future ahead of him. They're not yeah, The Angels anything. now, they're, they're way back in fourth place now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because that of how good. That division's good. They have three 61 teams in the division. O Oakland's gotten really hot. Came out of nowhere. No one really expected it. And they're right there in playoff contention. Coco Crisp? I don't think he's still playing. <laughs> he's not? No. Honestly, though, Joe, I think I'm impressed regardless that yeah. you were able to throw that name out of your ass. I knew that. Although Coco Crisp played a long-ass time. He was still out there like at like 40. He was. I know. I remember him. Yeah. And it's a great name. It makes you hungry. It it's does. cereal. Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Those are really good. Eh, they're all right. Try Cookie Chris with a bowl of cereal. Coming to you live. What as I was saying? <laughs> wow. All the teams in the uh, AL, or not all, three teams in the AL West had 60 wins. And at the time, no team in the National League had 60 wins at all. And one of those teams is not going to make the playoffs because of how good Boston and New York has been in the AL East. So the AL playoff picture is, it's incredible. There's going to be a team with a bunch of wins is not going to make it. Oh, yeah. Well, what if Boston doesn't do so well they in could, the post? Boston could lose like 14 in a row and make the playoffs right now. Oh, don't say that. What about, what about these Indians? Is, are they still in the contention? No, they are. They're in the shitty division. He's not, he's not talking about baseball anymore. <laughs> uh, would you say – so who would be the dark horse going into these playoffs? A team that you think that's on the rise that could be a dark horse? I don't know if I'd like a dark horse. I think the Mariners, I don't believe at all, but they might – they might be they the had team a good that momentum. makes it. Yeah, we'll um, I don't believe in them. So okay, so then uh, the, all the other teams are just so loaded that you can't really even call them a dark horse. You who? couldn't call the Indians a dark horse because they went to the World Series two years I ago. I would say dark horse is the, the Mariners, to be honest, because they they at one point they I just would never pick them. I would never pick them though. That's why they're a dark horse. Yeah, <laughs> isn't a dark horse the one that like you have some confidence in, even though they're no, they're just a dark horse. Is like a team that's decent, but. Probably not going to win it, but they're, you never know. They when could cost them mayhem. When your best player is Mitch Hanniger, I think it's... Because here's my thing. When I look at the AL, it's like, I can see Boston winning the World Series. I can see New York winning the World Series. I can see Houston winning the World Series. 
Honestly, I can see Cleveland when they play to their potential. Yeah, Kluber's still but the, I best, can't the see. best pitcher. Okay, then you know what? I would honestly overall. say a dark horse then would be Cleveland. Because yeah, I agree. And my reason why is because when you think of the AL, the MLB right now, especially in the AL, your top three teams that everybody's talking about, Boston, New York, Houston. But Cleveland is a team that if they pitch their potential with Kluber and Salazar, not Salazar, wow, I think he's like doesn't even pitch anymore. Carrasco and uh, Bauer has been the big one. And then uh, even uh, the guy with the long hair, Clevenger, has some good games. And Bill, their problem this year was that that bullpen just died. I mean, Andrew Miller, I think, is hurt, and I don't even know what he his deal is. He was bad when he played. But that lineup, I mean, they've got their, surprisingly, like the two guys, Lindor and Ramirez are the two teammates. They said that they might have three guys this year hit 39-plus home runs, which would be Encarnacion, Lindor, and Ramirez, and that that hasn't happened since, like, the 90s or something or like early 2000s and it's only happened like a few times in the history yeah I mean, probably a steroid era you would think uh, but that's what made baseball fun Andy yeah watching Bonds and Sosa go at it watching Maris and Mantle go at it watching Brady Bonds Anderson. and Sosa and Luis Gonzalez go yeah, at it yeah Luis Gonzalez 57 home runs watching uh, all those guys just hit the home runs. Like, I was telling someone the other day how much how fun baseball was then because I remember that year when Barry Bonds was hitting all those home runs and sure yeah he was on roids but still though when he would come up to bat I remember people like huddling to the TV and it was like what's he gonna do? Get walked. And I remember one time that's where I was going with this intentionally walked with the bases loaded. Yeah. The ultimate respect that was Buck Showalter saying you know what we will give you guys one run but you are not getting four from us and you know what. I don't know. I believed him. So I was just remi- I reminded myself of something. I said Rafael Pomaro. Do you remember Rafael Pomaro doing um, Viagra commercials while he was still playing? Does anyone remember this? What about that one guy that's doing uh, Nugenics? You're thinking of Frank, Frank Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those commercials are hilarious. But it is funny like when you think of those like big roided guys, Frank Thomas, uh, Rafael Palmero, Jose Canseco, Juan Gonzalez, Barry Bond, Sammy Sosa. Jim Tomey. I mean, I'm not saying Tomey, and I don't even know if Tomey and Thomas were ever accused of roids, but it's just the fact that those were those big, those big burly dudes back then that were either on roids or weren't on roids, but they were all on something. Let that be known. But I just remember that as a kid, doing commercials for Viagra, I had no idea what that meant. As you shouldn't as a kid, Andy. I hope you had no problem. You know, when I need to be ready, you know, I'm a baseball player. (laughs) It's like, what? I don't think it's really, yeah, I know. It's definitely searching for the middle-aged man, though. Obviously. Well, I mean, he was taking so much stuff he needed to yeah, know, get, get himself back up again. He couldn't even see his balls anymore. <laughs> More of these than one. Uh, that's baseball for you, you know? Pills and stuff. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Pills and stuff. Pills and fastballs. I mean, if Albert Pools could take some Viagra, maybe he'd hit higher than 250, but I don't think it's going to happen. So you're ready to move on to uh, some other... Other sports that we enjoy in America? Yes. Which ones do we enjoy? Beanbag toss. We do. We like having like a beer. Slam ball. Yeah. Just good old games that you could play when you're not in shape at all. Football. Football? You mean football? Foosball. Like the National Football League? Yes. Is that what you want to talk about? The NFL. So like get right into it. Dallas Cowboys. Heard of them? No. Have you heard of the Los Angeles Rams, though? Andy, what are you getting at right now? Well, they're in some trouble right now because I don't know what they're doing, but they got to get this freaking Eric McDonald situation figured oh, wow. out. 
They should drop that Mick because that's not his name. I think it's the, Aaron Donald. Yeah, it'd be very insulting to him. Who the fuck's Aaron McDonald, Joe? What's his name? Aaron Donald. Same thing. You yeah. said McDonald. <laughs> Aaron, can giant... get you some McNuggets? <laughs> He's a giant fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> that's probably his nickname, dude. Yeah, so if you if you heard the Rams, uh, they've been flaunting that cash, but not giving it out to the defense. They gave uh, Brandon Cooks a big extension, and now they just gave Todd Gurley, I believe, a four-year. Like 140-something. It was a lot of money for a running back. You just don't see these days. Uh, $45 million per day. Yeah. For four years. All right. I don't think that's right. No. But <laughs> yeah. I think he's getting $15 it was like million $120 million or $140 million. I don't know. It's $124 million. That's what it was for four years. That doesn't yeah. seem right either. But that's pretty interesting that they signed Cooks before everybody because – the last time I remember seeing him play, he got rocked on oh, New England yeah. and got taken Source out subject. on the Super Bowl. And now he comes over here, gets traded, gets acquired by the Rams, and now he's going to get paid before there's a star tackle that has the most pressures on QB. What kind of message does that send to? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like defenders. a it's kind of like a blow, but they're kind of holding out. I feel like it was it could be a potential move like the Falcons, where they're like, oh, you know, we'll 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 kind of procrastinate on you, Jones, and then boom, hit him with something very like sincere. He, Aaron Donald said he's not gonna play. He didn't play all of training camp last year. Um, did he miss the first game, or he just came right back? I can't remember. So the the fines explain to me are they like continual when you miss just the mandatory signups? Or, like, participations? Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. Because a lot of them but... keep saying they're going to waive these fees. I don't yeah. see – I mean, does not really give you an option. It's like you have to come here and then pay us as well if you miss. But I guess they actually pay They're him. just being dumb. Just pay him. He's he's obviously one of the five best defensive players in the NFL. So his extension was four years, $60 million. Okay. That's what I thought. It was like 15 per year. For Which is a lot for running back. For Gurley? Yeah. Yeah, I knew it wasn't in the hundreds. So at one point you said, oh, yeah, it's 124 million. No, I think it was, I said 45. Oh, shit. Original. Good job, Joe. Original. Well, that's what we're here for is to give you all the required information. This Either way, Todd Gurley's going to be the highest paid running back for a little while before David Johnson gets his extension. Um, another running back news is uh, Le'Veon Bell did not get his extension, and he will probably play out the year and that'll be it you want to talk into a mic that's definitely playing out the year he already came out and said uh i've always dreamed i've wanted to always finish my career as a Steeler and be a Steeler forever but we just didn't come across a deal we're gonna play this year and we're gonna try it out again next year and so for sure if they don't reach it out next year then He's gone, which is fine. I mean, I let him they're, go. They're letting him. Oh, I, th- I think there's more to this than we even know. Like, I think there's – because Le'Veon Bell is a great talent, but there's a reason they're not giving him what he wants. Like, they they know something that maybe the average fan doesn't. I actually was – because that was on their Steelers uh, Instagram that I follow when I saw that. I actually decided I was going to read some of the comments. And surprisingly, a lot of these fans' comments on the, of the Steelers basically all said, let him go. They basically said, like, the guy's got, like, drug stuff. He's got attitude stuff. And then they also said – that they don't even believe he'd be that good anywhere else anyway. That's probably just being a biased Steelers fan, but we'll see. That could be, but their team does definitely have some potential because I'm actually really, really oh, excited to see their backup quarterback, um, Mason Rudolph. You're not going to. <laughs> you never know, man. Big Ben, yeah, injury prone. Another this guy comes accident. in. Yeah, comes in and starts playing well. Who knows what's going to happen? They got, they got Antonio Brown he's taking care of. 
Um, we'll see what happens. You got Juju, your favorite guy. Juju on that beat. He's he's able to turn it around. No um, doubt. Well, I'm you know really excited to see what's going to happen with these Browns because they're starting to pick up some moves here and doing a little bit of trash talking, but they have some potential. Jarvis Landry said he thinks they could score 40 a game. It could be. I I, th- their team is very versatile right not now. Not with a rookie uh, QB. Hold on. You guys think the Browns can score 40 a game? I hope they can score 40 a month. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, we, I don't think they're going to score 40 points. One, like, but I, I would like to think that they're going to have more than five wins this year. More than five? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That's the bet. That's we'll the bet. I'll have to do some more research so on that. They don't have Josh Gordon, but well, they, they somehow acquire, if back. they were to acquire Des Bryant, do you think that makes them better or hurts their chances? It makes them better. He's still a great uh, red zone target, although he didn't, hasn't been putting up those touchdowns lately, but he's just so big that um, he'll be there. I don't know what he, I don't know what he is anymore. He's not a number one, and when you get that kind of that kind of attitude, does a guy like that, is he a, a hindrance to your team when he, he wants to be a number one, but when you know he's not? It's kind of like uh, Carmelo, who we, might, we should probably talk about a little a little later in the show. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it's still a mystery why he's gone unsigned, other than he's probably just being an asshole to teams. And, like, I want I still want this much money, and I want to be this. I just really look at him as, like, a Terrell Owens. But he's making a comeback. He's making a comeback, and we'll see what happens. I mean, he's not really. Definitely a skilled receiver. Absolutely a position receiver, just something in the end zone, but we'll see. I mean, they got the burner, Jarvis Landry. Let's not forget about him. He's going to be people, ready to go. But they have either Tyra Taylor, who's just not that good, or a rookie who probably won't be that good. So I don't think it's got hype, though. Saw some interviews. Pretty confident. I can't wait till he gets just hit so just hard. Rocked. Him, yeah. Just rocked. It's going to happen because he likes to run around, but he's really not. He's not Michael Vick back there. Yeah. So. So um, we see uh, – the Cardinals, they're getting Johnson back. Does the Rosen-Nosen save them? Give him a shot. A little dual combo. We don't even know who will start. He says he wants to, but they still got Sam Bradford still available. Oh, yeah. That's going to be pretty interesting to see that. He's there for them. I forgot about him. Yeah, he's got – I think he still has his knees intact. They might fall apart. You never know, but they're there for now. So do I draft David Johnson if I can able if I'm able to get him? Do you think he's going to pick up well, on the production? Pick? This is not the fantasy show, Joe. Uh, I'm just wondering. I, 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 haven't, I haven't poured over the numbers. Do you okay. my simulations? You haven't done these yet. Are no, you? I need to go uh, interview each and every player. Ask him if they're gay or not, because that's what you do. I think. I think. Um, it's really. It's a personal way. question, but I guess it's a really a great way to evaluate talent and also get to know somebody. Yeah. It's like I'm not asking for football reasons, but. Uh, there's an Applebee's around here. Interesting, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, another player I want to talk about. And okay, another guy who uh, might sit out. He's threatened to sit out. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. Joe, what's the story? I think that team's going to be pretty interesting because if they can't get that staple done on, on, get on, different, yeah. on defense, they got Bruce Irvin, though. I, I don't give a shit. Bruce Irvin's... Uh, Bruce Irvin just passes fine. the scariest motherfucker looking in the league. That's right. Watch out. He coming for your wife. He coming for your kids. Oh, whoa. There's a story that Khalil Mack and John Gruden have never spoken. I saw that. That That's was pretty incredible. interesting. It is pretty interesting how he's going to be on this this team now to see, like, does he pick up as, like, the really good coach that he was prior to 
Was he him never in his commentating? I well, Tyler says our buddy Tyler. He, oh, he's gosh. a big fan of John Gruden. It, his mindset of being a quarterback and trying to like build off of plays and being really intellectual and thought. The combination of Derek Carr and Amari Cooper could be pretty exciting to see. Well, we've seen it for four years, and we've only had one good season of it. I like John Gruden because I think he he probably knows where all the Applebee's are. So you got to find the Applebee's. Yeah. What about Applebee's? Applebee's. John Gruden, like, I think he's a part owner of Hooters or something now because he's always in those commercials. He is. Uh, he drinks Coronas and then coaches football. I don't know. He's a weird guy. I don't know if, was, if he's real. He's kind of like the hologram. I don't know, he's, he's he's definitely he wants to be Papa John, while also Does being. Papa John? Be Papa John? Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Papa John is like 2000. He's lost his mind. Speaking of like, Papa John is suing Papa John. Yeah. You seen that story? Yeah, so will he be called Papa John after that? He doesn't own the rights to the name Papa John. His so name he is probably John. won't, yeah. He, I don't think he's even a father. Who knows? Papa uh, John. He's going to Mama John's. Gonna do like I think yeah, I think that's a sandwich shop or something. Yeah. Um, is that all we have to talk about with football? Is Papa John? Who's ball? I had. Yeah, no one wants to talk about the like the shitty Giants or anything like that. I'm super stoked on that. I, oh, no, you aren't. I think Saquon's probably going to be better than Le'Veon. Oh, they will be bad. And we got that? a healthy Beckham. Eli Manning went there. OBJ, yeah, baby. He went there. <laughs> Eli comes back, guys. Don't forget about this. This guy's got freaking two rings. He's like 38. Doesn't matter. He's retarded. Yeah, but like Joe likes to say, does he have Motsy just? How old is Philip Rivers, Andy? 36. And retarded. And he's throwing, no. he's throwing up mean, numbers, yes, dude. Totally fine. They've actually said that Chargers have one of the better rosters from top to bottom they, they in the NFL. Dude, their defense is nuts. Like those two acquisitions oh, of their top defensive guys. It's Ingram Joey Bosa. and Joey Bosa. Ingram, Casey Hayward, Jason Brent. They got Derwin James. They got I'm excited for this, Randy, because they the thing about the Chargers last year was and I know you hate to hear this, but if they had a real field goal kicker, they yeah. probably win eleven games last year, ten or they eleven. Signed Caleb Sturgis. There we go. So he's he's been a guy before. He's definitely no uh, Chris Boswell, but he's mm-hmm. probably not terrible. What was that kick to that Asian guy who they gave a chance to now probably isn't even in America Young anymore? Young Wei Koo. <laughs> Where's he even at now? He's got to be back in Korea or something, or Japan. Or he's, like, from. from America, so he just has a Korean name. So, But maybe he went back to Korea. He should have. Maybe he went back to North Korea. Was what say, was that one guy's the South, name? Well, like, the South was like, you're not welcome here either. What was he's the, probably not as good of a kicker as Kim Jong-un. So. What was that uh, Florida State kicker Aguayo? that just shit the bed? He's also on the Chargers roster. <laughs> Is it Guayo or Arroyo? It's Arroyo. What? He was awful. Wasn't he the guy that the Buccaneers took like a second round? Yeah, very yeah. early. <laughs> yeah. What a waste. Yeah. He's on the Chargers roster. They picked him up. But he's probably not going to win that job. But who knows? I always got to follow my boy, Stephen Hoshka. That's your boy. Yeah. Seahawks. Is he still on the Seahawks? No, he's uh he kicks for the Bills, I believe now. These guys move around all the time. Yeah. Crazy well, job. Picked up. I'd, I'd love to have that job if I was good enough. Honestly, kicker. Just like. Make like one and a half million for like 14 plays a year. It's worth it. So, how do we see this um, Tampa Bay's Buccaneers moving without their star quarterback, J Bone? Was he guilty? Is he a star? They're still going to be the bottom, bottom. The division. They had a little bit of momentum. Atlanta and New Orleans are the two best they're, teams in that division. They have, they have players, but they're not good enough. So. They're irrelevant, even with him starting all 16 games. Mike I think it's Evans. just give Fitzpatrick the job the whole time. Cause Fitzpatrick's fun. I think they have Deshaun Jackson and they do. Mike Evans. 
They're still not and then good. they don't have Doug Martin anymore, do they? Absolutely not. He got really fat, and the Raiders took him. Yeah, the Raiders. Are, he's on the Raiders now. Oh wow, interesting. They got Peyton Barber, I believe. Is I didn't know crap. I didn't know that the Ravens got Crabtree. That could be an interesting team because they've had experience. That team sucks. That whole division, other than Steelers. Well, we'll do some like over unders. Yeah, we're gonna don't. We'll we'll get into like our futures with over unders and. Well, you know what we should do this year actually is we'll make sure it's the three of us. And uh, just the three of us. Sorry. Thank you. And we what we should do is actually keep track of when we get like we'll get the Vegas lines for the over unders, and we'll each say what we think on each one, and at the end of the year end up seeing who had the better record. Yeah. Just don't tell anybody, guys. And then we'll go to Hawaiian Gardens and. Throw it all in black. Do they have one on No. The Hawaiian Garden Sportsbook? I don't think it exists, does it? Okay, so let's move on into sports. Uh, We got USA. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're switching up to sports. The USA men's basketball is starting to take place with all these players. Uh, We're having a little confrontations with some of them. Yeah, we got DeMar DeRozan meeting Greg Popovich for the first time. That was really exciting. Well, I'm sure they met before, but. He's really getting in there, coaching him. We gonna get to work, boy. Yeah. Is Kawhi there? Like he has to interact with him. That's I awkward. don't think he's shown up yet. It's really awkward. Um, Irving was there, but he's not participating, coming off of a minor knee surgery. Yeah, he didn't play in the playoffs. Yeah. Is uh, CJ McCollum uh, invited? That could get awkward too. Which, of course, I'm referencing. The famous CJ McCollum podcast, one of our, our rival podcasts. Yeah, we're actually like, right behind them now for three weeks in a row. Yeah, but yeah we're on the tail. It's no JJ Reddick podcast to tell you that. Does that exist? It does exist. It's, it's very famous. It's probably very beautiful as well. It, well I don't know if the podcast can be described as beautiful. Joe announces his love but for JJ. Anyone could do it. It would be JJ Reddick. El JJ. But anyway. Uh, Kevin Durant, for those of you who don't, don't know the story, was on C.J. McCollum's podcast as a guest the other day. And McCollum basically told him that he thought his team, the Portland Trailblazers, have a pretty solid team this year and that they have a chance to win a championship or something, which obviously anybody on their team is going to always believe they have a chance. Well, Kevin Durant, just straight up to his face on his own podcast, just laughed at him. Laughed at him and literally told him, you, got your, you guys know you have no chance to win. Basically told that to him, and uh, for all of you non-basketball fans, Kevin Durant is on the... Actually, no, never mind. If you're listening to this, you know Kevin Durant's on the Warriors. But, uh... Oh, who's Kevin Durant? But anyway... He played for the University of Texas. Oh, gosh, just to think that if they were to have gotten Greg Oden. <laughs> <Ooh. enough. laughs> yeah, what? Portland? <laughs> Only Portland got Greg Oden, right? But, uh, anyway... He uh, basically just laughed at his face and told him that his team has no chance to win the championship this year. And when they were off that podcast, McCollum went to Twitter, as Sean knows these people love to do, and basically said something along the lines of that Kevin Durant's the type of guy that got would have would get jumped with his brother and his friends by a gang, and then a few weeks later decided to go join that gang and put the and put the getting jumped behind him or something like that. And uh, basically initiating, saying, like, you're the type of guy because the Thunder lost to the Warriors in the Western Finals that year. And Warriors ended up getting Durant that next year. So basically he's saying how, like, you know, you were the, you're the type of guy that would you just leave for the bigger, better teams. You know, you're not a loyal person type thing. And so Durant obviously tweeted back because Durant actually responds to a lot of stuff on social media, believe it or not. Like, what Durant gets, 
I've decided that ever since Durant, I mean, he was already kind of like this, but ever since Durant went to the uh, Warriors, he's become very insecure because he's taken a lot of backlash and he's become very defensive very quickly. And uh, anyway, basically said like, Haha, ha, you're saying all this stuff about me, blah, blah, blah. He's like, wow, I even and he even wrote this in the Twitter. Like, I even went on your fucking podcast today. Wow, just goes to show you snakes in the grass type thing. Like, saying, like, you know, whatever their lingo is that he's basically saying that, like, he's acting like he thought he was his friend, but it looks like he's really not because he's going on Twitter and backlashing him. And then, uh, it, uh, Joe, if you're trying to pull up the tweet, remember, our internet is down. I'm going to try to fix this. Okay, so anyway, we um, got a lot of ADD going on here today, but uh, yeah, so pretty much that was that little debacle, so uh, I mean, it's just fun little basketball news while, uh, you know, the season's dead right now, so. Yeah, no, I want, I want Kevin Durant to just embrace being the villain and just start, like, getting other people to hate him, because I want to see him like just get hurt or something. It'd be hilarious. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, not nothing like life threatening. Nothing life threatening. Sprained ankle. Yeah. Another <laughs> another foot injury like he had in Oklahoma City. Well, then that's fine. Just have like have if someone set up so Zaza steps on him. And then. <laughs> and no one steps on Zaza. Then he steps on him. Like Zaza just yeah. takes care of people though. Zaza's a Steve dirty player. Steve back goes out and he can walk again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve Kerr's rich enough, you'd get like a robot body or something. A robot body. Easily a robotic body. Steve Kerr could, would get it made. He's too important to this country's future. So. But our Kevin Durant is just a piece of shit, seems like. He's really... He's a bully. He's making fun of people for not being good enough when it's like, okay, you had to join a team, like... He's like a rich kid making fun of people for being poor when they're kids and it's not their fault. That's what it seems like. Okay, but just how does this kind of how does this differ from LeBron James leaving Cleveland to go to Miami? Because that team was not nearly as good as this Warriors team, Joe. But the acquisition of Kevin or Durant. You could even argue the Miami team to... won like 58 games the next year. Hey, Kevin Joe, Durant joined a team that already won 70. You could even argue about LeBron coming to the Lakers for the same reasons. That's what I'm trying to get into. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne Wade. Lonzo Ball about the same. Oh yeah. Tight. So it it was different, but uh, just Durant's attitude, and you don't put other teams down because it just you just don't see that in sports, other than like Richard Sherman that one time, which I always thought was stupid, because like Sherman, why are you doing that? Because you should say Crabtree's the best receiver, and I shut him down rather than saying Crabtree's shit, and I shut him down. Then how good are you? Right. So if Durant said. Fucking Portland's amazing. It's amazing that we're able to get by that team because they're so talented. Wouldn't that look better for you? Of course. You seem like a nice guy. So what are you doing? It's all the way you word it. But that is kind of like mocking you, and I see how it is. But they are a power horse, and it's just like them talking game. And, you know, you got to put fear in their eyes because they're going to about to be a repeat. I mean, who else is going to take it? Oh, has Golden State done that yet? Who knows? Who knows? I know. They already have repeated. (laughs) They repeated. They're going to repeat the rest of my life. What, three-peat, huh? We're going three Pete this year, or does LeBron? Like Eleven Pete. LeBron takes the Lakers to the finals. No, don't, don't even. Well, we got some scrappy players. Don't dude. go to the Wine Garden Sportsbook and make that bet. I'll Do tell not. you that. Do not. And they don't have a sportsbook. Yeah, we're talking about hypothetical. Hypothetical. Oh, we'll tell you what NFL teams, but in basketball, don't just stay away. You can't win any money on the Warriors. No other team's gonna win. So just stay away. Well, we got That'll we got Houston. I mean. 
We didn't see a decline in play this year out of James Harden. It was just the loss of CP3, another superstar, to kind of get him over the hump. Guy looks like he's ready to go. He's got camp running around. Can't get that mind out of his head. Motivation. What does that mean? Can't get huh? can't get the loss out of his head. He's okay. just <laughs> that, that makes more sense. Plays Show. well. <laughs> he's hungry. It's late. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know how much longer we've got here with this one. Well, I think this is the last segment. Yeah, there's not there's really but as he's talking talk about Houston, about I think I think we have to talk about the big Carmelo trade. Uh, Carmelo went to the Hawks or something. I don't know. That yeah, was a trade for like Mike Muscala and Dennis Schroeder. Carmelo Anthony actually came out today with a quote that said something along the lines of, uh, "I uh, I'm I know how to play this game. I'm too good to do that." And that was on his response to coming off the bench for a team. Yeah. So he's and I we were I was actually having this conversation with somebody earlier today. Carmelo Anthony, I'm sorry. It's like you're just not you might not be good enough anymore to actually start for a contender. If you do want to start. Then you're gonna have to. It's gonna have to be for a team like Atlanta or like Orlando or you know, I on Oklahoma City, I guess. But even they wanted him to like start coming off the bench. So I'm not even sure what his. Yeah. Well, all the speculation is that he'll sign with Houston, who has a, a hole at the position. They lost both Ariza and Luke Mbamute. So, but yeah, Carmelo says some weird thing too about like he's not taking a buyout because buyouts for like shitty players. But then he's like, but now I realize that that's just how the NBA works or something. I don't know. He's That well, guy's probably lost his mind. Regardless, he was getting paid, and it works out yeah. in his favor anyways. And now he gets to hang or, I guess, play with one of his good buddies, uh, CP3. Nothing, nothing set in stone. We don't know, but yeah. that could happen. And we'll I don't see. know. Maybe it could work. I just don't think it is because they're losing two really solid defenders. Carmelo ain't playing no D. And, like and they still have these this, like, hopefulness of him being able to – be like a low post score or whatnot, but they're a fast paced team, so and maybe hit some threes, maybe be playoff or not playoff, uh, Olympic Carmelo. That's always what the hope people see. He was so good in like the 2012 games, I think it was, which we've never seen anything like that again. Never was the same. So I did just say Jabari Parker. Did you guys happen to see that quote he had after he got signed? It was amazing how a guy can be so like doesn't understand basketball anymore. He said, you know, he's focused on offensive game because he's got to focus on his strength, and nobody gets paid for playing defense. <laughs> I'm like, nah, not true at all. Like, what? Kawhi Leonard yeah, is considered the, the, the game really has changed. One of the top we actually, five guys. Like, I was actually having a conversation about that with uh, our guest last week, Tommy, the other day, about how he says, like, call me old fashioned, but I I enjoy the games more that were 96 to 92 as opposed to these games that are like 125 to 118 and. It's true, it's just there's no more defense because I told him how, like, they said this year the team that was the slowest-paced team, had the least amount of possessions per game, was the Memphis Grizzlies at, like, 96 or 98 possessions a game or something like that. And they said if this was the 96 season, the Grizzlies would have been the fastest-paced team. Yeah. So, and that's just what happens in sports. It's like but just people clearly care change. about defensive talent. Well, you have to. You talk about it. So, it's like, I don't Believe know it or not, the thinking. Warriors are one of the better defensive teams yeah, because – if you go by point uh, defensive stats per 99 possessions, because the Golden State Warriors, the only reason why teams get a lot of possessions on them and score a lot is because the Warriors play so fast. So it forces teams to maybe get like 10, 15 more possessions than a normal game because the Warriors go at a fast pace, and that's just what's going to happen. So that's why it's like the key defensive stat you have to look at is like uh, defensive stats like per like 99 possessions or something like that, like an average, as yeah. opposed to like, oh, this team got to have 110 possessions this game because they played a team that plays really fast. So I just want to say, 
don't be stupid and realize don't don't tell people you're not going to play defense before the season starts. Jabari Parker ended up getting paid. I think he's going to get 20 million this year from the Bulls. And then he says like basically says that he doesn't care about defense. I'm like, oh, that's that's great. Great for the fans of Chicago. They have something to really look but, forward to. I mean, like to. that team was going anywhere anyways. Although they do have the greatest of all time, Zach Levine, on that team. He got paid too. I was actually very yeah, surprised. He paid a lot of guys. Yeah. No Rose though. He's out of the. Is he still playing? Yeah, he, he resigned with the Timberwolves. Gosh, man, that guy was so elusive. God bless him. God did bless him. <laughs> and then took it all away oh, with one knee. Josh. Well, I don't know. Is how we should end it? Yeah, I don't is think we really have much more here. I mean, this was uh, career. I think basically what we can tell you guys is like this was just, there's really, this is that time of the year, there's not much to talk about. There was really nothing. Too crazy, but we can promise you that there's going to be some good stuff to come. We're going to definitely MLS have, playoff preview. I mean, by this time next week, we actually might have, maybe we'll, we'll have had another big baseball trade or two that could shape things up, and then we will be able to definitely give you an insight. Someone's about ACL our, will have been torn in training camp already. Yeah, maybe that's, even that's yours, given. Andy. That's true. Probably. Preseason preseason football's around the corner, so that's like Andy just said. There is always one or two key players that seem to get hurt in these games, so. You don't wish for that, but, I mean, it happens. Yeah, it's such it a happens. gladiator sport, so you never know. But uh, we'll definitely have some excitement coming on the next few weeks. August is when things start to stir back up because by September is when things start cooking again. College and NFL hot will dogs. be back. What? Labor Day will be here where uh, Andy does like to cook hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Grill those well, hot Joe dogs. Joe, to give us an in-depth USC preview. Andy was the first person yeah. I saw be able to put an entire hot dog speaking in Speaking of mouth. that, I was yeah. paying attention to the Pac-12 uh, no, media day. Not speaking of it, I we, said, in the coming weeks. Calm down, oh, okay. In the coming well, weeks, we can allow you to talk some USC football. We got some interesting players coming in on our SC uh, roster well, right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for another okay. time. That's a wrecking ball. Yep. Say bye. You'll never catch me singing the fucking fight song in USC. Out. And we had Andy and Tony. Yep, yep. Can I do out too? Oh, oh, now we don't know which one's which. Was that Rick Paul oh. or was that Off-Road Andy? Uh, Off-Road's was more of like just like poof, explosion. It was, it was a controlled explosion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Demolishing Top, a stadium. Kind of like a Top Gun. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And I'm Sean, and you've been listening to Tony's Takes episode 69 of Sports. Make sure you share it with your friends and go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Thank you for tuning in.